Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spectrum of Health podcast. I'm Tammy Munson, the producer of the Spectrum of Health podcast. As I mentioned in last week's episode, Dr. Christine is on vacation for the entire month of July. So again, we are sharing one of her favorite interviews at a past event. Now today we are replaying an interview from the Body Electric Summit. And in this interview, Dr. Christine sits down with Harry Massey to discuss decoding the human body field. Now Harry Massey is a bioenergetic expert and speaker, founder of NES Health, CEO of Energy for Life, and chairman of XPO Health. He has published multiple books and has directed several documentary films, including the award-winning The Living Matrix, which is to educate and inspire the general public about bioenergetics and bioinformational approaches to health and well-being. So without further ado, here is Dr. Christine's conversation with Harry. I'm really excited to have Harry here with us. I, I don't think there's a better speaker about this topic of bioenergetics, biophysics, the body electric. And I know, Harry, that you've had a personal story, a personal health journey that really fostered your discovery and innovation on using energetic therapies. So can you tell us a little bit more about how um, your journey led to this? Uh, well, sure, Christine. I, I have to say, I'm re- really, really pleased to see a, a summit on, um, how did you call it? On well, I would call it bioenergetics, but on your... Yeah. Uh, we're calling it the body electric. I was I started out I started with the idea of naming it the biophysics and people said no, that's not gonna <laughs> not yeah, gonna hit reality. So yeah, so so we're trying to just get people excited about this topic and bioenergetics is absolutely what we're talking about. No, perfect. Well, I, I think it's it's about time someone did did a summit on the subject. So so well done for for doing it. <laughs> I guess yeah, you want to know a bit of our story. So we ended up with chronic fatigue syndrome when we were tw- when we were 21 and we were basically bedroom for for 10 years that all came about really really for a few different things so uh, one i basically came down with glandular fever two i fell off a mountain ice climbing in um, in chamonix in in europe and fractured my spine um and then three basically well i i ended up bedroom from all of that because I didn't know any different I was 21 and fairly well, sort of hedonistic and not believing in the fate of <laughs> being bedridden with chronic fatigue um, I thought I fought it pretty 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 hard I was expending you know <laughs> the the tiny amount of reserves reserves I had so I re-enrolled actually well, I enrolled in in an MBA because I was fired out of my first job because I was ill so much ended up having to split this MBA into into two years because I was obviously because I was so ill and then and then in my second year by the end of that I I'd ended up in a wheelchair I was doing all of my exams in a wheelchair and then well basically from then I had I think it's the next seven eight years at, at home so it's the first couple of years of a sort of a, a decline where I was always trying to push it in a fairly heavy decline to to wheelchair status and then, you know, I tried, well, I'm sure many of the listeners probably tried all sorts of things to, to get better, but I, I went through the traditional approach fairly fast. I think within, within a year and a half, like the conventional doctors in, in Britain didn't, didn't know what to do with me. So then I started going down various holistic paths. The first place I, I went to is with, um, I 
well, with chronic fatigue in those days, like it was all about magnesium. So you had all these magnesium IVs. Uh, so I had the lowest magnesium record, recorded on, on record, at least in Britain at the time. I kept having these IVs where the magnesium wouldn't stay in and they, they didn't know. They didn't know why. Um, I think it was, I was just so stressed. It was, uh, yeah, and it was a pretty stressful period. And after, after that, I was sort of going pretty deeply into the whole, whole nutritional space. After about four, I guess after about four or five years, you know, where you don't, don't make much progress, you're, you're basically left in a place where you have to go deeper or you, you, know, you have to think what on earth you're going to, going to do next. And so re- really, I had these two, two crazy for, well, they're not that crazy. One was fairly sensible. One of them, I just thought to myself, well, why don't I study you know, where, where energy comes from or you know, all about energy. And that's simply because I didn't have any energy and I wanted some of it. And then the second thing, which is, uh, this was a bit crazy at the time. It was basically because I, I was sick at home and I couldn't travel to doctors or well, basically I'd have to persuade my parents to take me to different doctors. And that would only happen about once, once every six months. And then you, know, you get your 20, 30 minutes with the doctor and then, you know, and then you're on your own again for the next X, X months. So I just thought to myself at the time, wouldn't it be amazing if there was a way to work out what was wrong with you from home and give you the information to get yourself better again? And so, so there's really those two ideas, like one, where do they get energy from? And two, is it possible to make such a system that would help me get better and help other people um, know what on earth was going on with them? And that basically led us to, to what we call the field of bioenergetics, which is the study, detection and correction of, of energy in, in living systems. And uh, yeah, fr- from that, I was really fortunate to meet a, a scientist from Australia called Professor Fraser. Uh, now he, he'd been mapping out the, the human body field, um, actually ev- ever since, well, maybe I should give you some of his history. To make sense of that so he was the first person in australia to bring acupuncture and chinese medicine into australia and he formed the first college of um, acupuncture and the first um, board of um, chinese medicine in australia that, that all became part of melbourne university and this is back 50-ish years ago um, 45 anyway somewhere between 40 and 50 years now in that in that time in that time as you can imagine the Australian universities, which would be the same in America or Europe, they were very, very anti uh, these ideas of, of chi and meridians. And so they basically wanted to pin his, um, well, they basically wanted to pin acupuncture on, you know, on some sort of pain response mechanism or basically a biochemical sort of response mechanism. And so he had great Great fallings out with um, other professors at Melbourne University. Left left Melbourne University. Long story short, so it's not his story. It's a <laughs> long story short. Uh, he he basically ended up furthering the mapping uh, mapping of what we call the human body field. But it it started in 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 the Meridian system, and basically got far far more detailed because you know, he was asking questions of where on earth does this energy come from? Well, it's fine if we have chi running through the Meridians. But, but where does it come from? How's, how's it generated? The meridians, like they might be here, 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 but what's in between, you know, all of the, all of the other tissues and organs in, in the body, uh, you know, also have information flowing, sorry, information and energy flowing through them. So 
they're basically a must must be a broader control system or a, a broader body field than is just explained in the in the Meridian system. So hooked up with him 17 years ago, 17 years ago now. Uh, he'd start he started on mapping out the body field, and I said to him, "Well, look, let's make let's make this into a system where we can basically." Use it to work out what's going on with people and hopefully get people better. Fortunately, like he liked that idea, and then we had this beautiful 10, 10 year R and D collaboration uh, where we, um, well, basically where we ended up ma- making making this system that today we call the Bioenergetic Wellness System, um, which in short can basically de- detect and correct your what we call the human body field. Um, I guess in Layman's language, is we, we would basically say it's it's a control system for all metabolism and growth above uh, the conventional biochemical control system. Mm-hmm. So, Harry, you mentioned so many amazing things on your journey that led you to obviously getting better, right? Um, so, did you find? I didn't even say how I got better. Did yeah, I? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, um, maybe fill in the gap with how what really got your body better, because again, your story is like many of um, our listeners, most likely that they've been searching for many years, trying a lot of things, and not seeing the results that we all want for them. So, what what healed you in the end? So I'll start where we left off. So basically, if, if you see the, the body field as, um, as, as basically as a control system, uh, basically, I think, yeah, I'll have to explain the, the, bo- the body field fully to, so for this to Please do. Yeah. make sense. Medicine itself is used to the idea of fields in the body. So if we go and have an MRI, which is magnetic resonance imaging, or we have an EEG or an EKG, you know, in, in all of those types of devices, you can basically see fields in, in the body. So we know we can use it for detection and analysis. But the bit where medicine sort of le- left out is it doesn't realize it's, um, it's not just a one-way street. It's basically a, a two-way street. And you can basically interact and influence those fields. And those fields have, have a direct influence on your, on your biology. But it really, really is, because this is the body electric so we can go really, really deep here. If we're actually looking at the at the fundamental sort of nature of reality, Einstein said E equals MC squared, which is basically saying that energy is equivalent to matter. And then his other, he's got many famous quotes, but another famous quote of his is that the field is the sole governing force of the particle, or or if you like. The, the field is basically the sole governing force of matter. Now, if we just take, if we just apply that idea to our own biology or ourselves, we can basically say that the body field is the sole governing force of life. In other words, you know, it's a little bit unseen, but basically there's this, there's this field of information that's basically acting and directing all of the matter that is in you or basically directing all of the energy, which is creating the matter which we see as life. It's basically, therefore, if you can see this body field as, as like a master control system that you can both read, um, but also influence, then both there's a way of being able to read the body field in a free technology, uh, but also you can influence that field back, which is long and short how, how I got better. Um, but the, the actual mechanism of how uh, is through is through what we call infraceuticals. So 
an infaceutical is basically information that has been imprinted into into structured water and um and i mean this is an it's an idea that's come it's come all the way back from hanneman in in homeopathy so um yeah sort of sort of hanneman 200 200 plus years ago he would take a dilute substance of something like nux vomica which if you took a lot of it would make you vomit but in a little amount the body would have this hormetic healing response and would basically you know help heal you from heal your stomach from from vomiting so that that's sort of a a little bit of where the idea came from plus forward 150 years to about 40 odd years ago um then we had a scientist called benavista now he would basically take a like not an antibody a um he, he would take an allergic substance he would succuss it so you just have the the information of that allergen uh, he would take a, a mast cell and then he would see the mast cell basically react in the same way to the uh to the allergen as though it was there uh, now he published in nature nature retracted the article uh, actually sorry no they ref- they refused to um publish and he had it repeated in another free labs so they had to publish it and they published it saying they they didn't believe it um and then there was a whole hoo-ha and it's a horrible story but he ended up dead two two years down down the line call it suicide call it murder who who really knows it's one of those lovely alternative medicine stories then another frenchman called luc montagna uh came along and he basically he was actually got the nobel prize for discovering aids so he's very into viral virology. So he basically took took a virus, took a an electromagnetic copy of it, transferred this electromagnetic copy into another beaker with a bunch of base pairs, so A, C, T, and H, and then uh, basically the virus would would get recreated in um, basically yeah with I think ninety eight point five percent accuracy, all just from an information field. Now, me, me and Peter, we sort of looked at all of that and said, well, that's fine, but we don't want to be giving everyone AIDS particularly. <laughs> um, so why, why don't you just record, why don't you just record the information of, of, a, of a healthy tissue? So we would basically record the information from a health, you know, from a healthy liver cell, healthy heart cell, brain cell, et cetera. And, and then we would just imprint that information and we, we basically just imprint it in, um, in a load of in a load of colloidal minerals, uh, which and basically around every single mineral, you you get a lot of what's known as structured water, and that structure is is able to hold the memory. And then, in short, when you just put it in a glass of water and drink the glass of water, you're basically reminding your body, or you're basically providing uh, the body with its optimal blueprint of how it can be when it's healthy. And the body through, through a principle known as resonance just you know, responds to that and basically works toward, towards being, being healthy. Or if you want to be more technical, it, it's basically like a concept called coherence. Our goal is basically to always try and make the body more coherent. And a very easy way of doing that is simply through providing it with the, with the right information. And then its coherence level go, goes up or, um, yeah, layman's language, we, we basically get better. Mm-hmm. And then you, did you develop these remedies or um, you and Professor Fraser developed the remedies that allowed your body to heal and give the um, information to your body to heal? Um, was that your own own work or did you seek out other remedies? Oh, no, it was literally 
it was 10 plus years of trial of trial and error so as this is the body electric summit um we can explain this too there's another field in sort of um energy medicine uh that, that was called radionics that was started for 120 odd odd years ago um and what what they used to do is basically they would work out a match or a resonance to a number of a particular substance so they would take a homeopathic or a herb and they would work out a, a 12 digit number which was pretty interesting but we we basically we basically used that type of methodology and we basically through through trial and error worked out all of these numbers of all of these particular mechanisms in a particular cell so if we took a cell driver we would basically be able to to get the information for how a centronome worked for how how a photon interacts with structured water would spin out an electron that would go to the cell membrane to create a charge there's all these particular pathways in every you know in, in every organ or every function that we were basically trying to create and then basically yeah we would work out all of these all of these numbers see if they worked or not it all worked through a matching technique and you know if, if something didn't match we would throw it away and start again so well basically all of those infraceuticals you know have got many many generations of prior infraceutical to get or to get to the one that we actually have on the on the market today that's technical detail i never really share but <laughs> no no i appreciate it and some people you know yeah and for some people this might be way over their head and some who are already in this sphere you know um this is so intriguing and so just to over completely oversimplify it if you're listening so what harry is basically sharing is that we have this bioenergetic field and that the field organizes the health of our body. So if you have, let's say, a sick liver, it's not just about giving phase one and two detoxification herbs and glutathione and what have you to heal the liver, but it's also very important to give your body the information about what it means for, or what the information of a healthy liver cell so the body can also heal with that information. Is that yeah, and I think you know something you were saying about the liver. You know, every every single organ in in the body basically you know re replaces itself, and the liver I think replaces itself entirely every six months. The stomach linings every day, bones like seven years, and you know different tissues take different amounts of time. And so you know you you do you do wonder to yourself when you're sick like I was, and you have this perfect diet. Why is my liver still hurting six months later when I ate, you know, as clean as a whistle for six months, yet every cell in my liver is meant, meant to have replaced itself? Um, and re really that, that is the answer because it's rebuilding with the same architecture plans or the, the same blueprint. So unless you, unless you change its, its directions, its, its plans, you end up rebuilding the same body. So changing the body's information or its body field is re it's really, really crucial. And, you know, for most people who've got ill and they're on their journey to getting better, you know, it's very like you learn some meditation stuff, you get to hear, you know, you optimize your diet, you get to hear, you, do, you always end up plateauing. And unless you, unless you actually do all of these different aspects, it's, it's, it's pretty hard to, to get to optimal health. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, why we're doing this to kind of give this new concept because, you know, we're very biochemically focused, even in alternative medicine with, you know, supplements and, you know, diet, which are all, you know, serve a purpose, but this is obviously a, a unique concept and um, we want to get the information out there. One just curiosity of mine, Harry, so you have healthy, you, you have um, your infraceuticals not only have 
information for healthy organs and or tissues. Do you um, have any other types, like do you treat like infections or optimize detox with your infoceuticals or do you wor really oh, work sure. kind of optimizing the health of the physical body? I was, uh, no, it's a little, little bit simplistic, but ba bas basically, so we have 72 different infoceuticals. Uh, we have 16 of what we call the energetic drivers and they're, they're basically all about improving the energy function of each organ. So that's the sort of conventional stuff that we were just talk, talking about, if we could bracket as conventional. <laughs> um, and, then, and, then, um, and then we have what we call a 12 energetic integrators. And they're basically about how information and energy is, is directed in the body. And that's basically broadly around the same idea as the Chinese meridians, but it's, it's a little bit broader than the meridian system. Then we have what we call, we've got 17 energetic terrains, which is basically what, what you're talking about. Those are basically ways of correcting the cellular terrain so that viruses, bacteria, um, and fungus don't thrive. They are basically epigenetic correctors. So you know, if you, if you've had a long standing, um, virus, et cetera, et cetera, it's, ba it's, it's basically a way of, of retuning your cell, you know, just, just giving a different set of instructions so that your DNA expresses in a different way and doesn't keep recreating the same, the same terrain and spreading the same viruses, et cetera. So, you know, that's, I mean, ETs are our, our language, I guess, for the whole, the whole vi virus bacteria. And then we have um, what we call energetic stars and we have we have 14 energetic stars and they're basically like um, looking at networks of fields within the body. So like memory, basically where like the heart and the brain are quite tied together. So that's one. We have a heavy metal star, just perfect for your previous <laughs> stars. Um, and, you know, we're, so they're, they're sort of things where we made combinations of, we actually made about 2000 infoceuticals, but we've only got 72 on the market. Although we do have a whole bunch digitally that are on our My Health device as well. Let's bring it back to the human body field. So um, you mentioned the meridian system. So that's the way that ac yeah, acupuncturists look at, um, you know, health and how to heal the body. Um, so you expanded upon that. And so can you just, if this is a new concept for somebody, what did you all discover with what really is the human body field? And then you are able to detect and measure that with your technology. Can you describe that a little bit more? Let's say that, yeah, there's, di there's, there's different levels of it, but it, yeah, if we, let's just take an example. So if we're looking at the heart, like the heart, the heart generates a very strong magnetic field that basically comes out of our, it, well, it actually goes infinitely, but it's still fairly strong 15 meters out from the body. If we're looking at the nervous system, it's, it's generating like al alpha and delta waves, with, you know, which you can pick up. Now, if we're looking at, well, we can pick, we can pick the liver. <laughs> Let's pick the kidney for a difference, for a change. So, so if we, yeah, so if we, if we take something like, like the kidney, you know, it's not, it's not generating what we would know as a sort of a traditional field like an alpha, a delta wave or a mag magnetic field. However, it, it is actually emanating um, an, an electromagnetic field. And the process it happened, it happens to do this through is, is again actually through, through structured water. So 99.9% of your body is made from water if, if you're including the water and fat and proteins if someone's listening and saying it's only 80 percent to clarify <laughs> but if you're looking if you're looking at a cell basically on, on the inside of a cell 
it's basically full of, well, it's full of structured water and then inside that you have you have your normal bulk water but as ambient heat and you can probably see like um sunlight is hitting me quite quite brightly here so as this sun is is hitting my hitting my arm my arm and basically pen, penetrating through into the cell it's it's hitting structured water when it hits structured water it basically spin spins out an electron and that electron ends up getting i don't know if you can see that but it ends up so it's spinning out hit it hits your membrane and then it basically gets built up as a charge around the membrane so um, when it does that it builds up a, an electrical potential and then you have x billion cells in your kidney or you know stomach lining or whichever organ we're talking about and that overall basically ge generates a field and it has massive massive impact so um there's a beautiful little study which looks at the millivolts across the across the membrane and basically people who have less than 50 millivolts on average across the cell membrane um generally they're the people with with cancer from 50 to 150 millivolts um, i think it's, yeah it's, it's no sorry it's 50 to 100 millivolts are uh, you know a, a wide other range of diseases 100 to 150 you're like fatigued unwell but you're not you're not diseased yet um you know, and above 150 uh, you're all happy about you know 200 you're 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 an olympian athlete type thing <laughs> i was like that example to show you know how well it it's you know when people talk when people talk about energy yeah it's not just this um conventional viewpoint or the sugar carb type route no no it's it's at, it's actually the a real electrical potential of, of each of your cells and an energy medicine is um over time is getting broader to really encompass the study of energy fully in living systems Mm -hmm. And then you created a device, right? A technology to actually measure this. How do, what does that look like? It's like a slightly larger mouse, but you can see it on messhealth.com. It's probably the easiest way of seeing. Mm. You just put the hand, your hand on the device. Um, it, it works through this principle of resonance and it, it basically just goes, well, because we've recorded the information of all the different organ systems, all these functions that we want to match against it basically just goes through those in order and does what you would call like a, a resonance type technique which in the old days might be pendulums or muscle testing these days you can do all, all of that with technology basically mm -hmm. and then when you do an assessment so so if someone's curious out there this is not just something you can download on your computer you train practitioners and you should do this within a framework of support, right? Um, so you get the right treatment. But what you're sharing, basically, you get the scan of your body and it shows where their imbalances are. And then you work with the infaceuticals to rebalance your field to create healing. Is that correct? That's exactly it. But if you're a practitioner, it's pretty easy. You, you, know, you, just, you just have a system and see other clients. If you're someone who wants to have your body field red you can basically just hook up with with a remote practitioner and then the company just drop ships a scanner to them and then and then they just connect so you, you don't actually have to see someone in person that's great and especially with your goal of creating more access to um this treatment right for people who might be at home really sick and can't get out and all of that so that that's great i'm glad that it's um if you're able to do that anywhere in the world right Harry, before we hopped on the interview, you mentioned that you have these four principles of bioenergetics. Um, can you share a little bit about your framework? 
Sure. So, yeah, the first principle is life is an, an energy exchange. And one of the best ways to get your health back is to basically optimize the exchange of energy with your environment. And this is where energy medicine are sort of meet, meets conventional because, you know, when, when you're actually looking at some of the main sources of energy, it's actually pretty straightforward. It's light, which we've, which we've talked about really of, of how light's en- entering the body and, and giving you energy. There's oxygen, um, you know, sim- simply through like low, low intensive exercise, you can increase the amount of oxygenation and therefore increase the amount of energy within the system, diet and food listen to another summit. We don't need to talk about it. <laughs> and water really is the medium, which, you know, this idea of basically a body battery or how energy is exchanged in the body actually, actually works through. And then you have electrons. If you talk about grounding a lot, sure, you can get electrons from grounding. Um, you can also, you know, get it in other ways from um, surfing on the ocean or ozone or you know all these other ways um and, it, and it's pretty it's even more fundamental than that because electrons are actually the they literally are the sort of fundamental source of of energy for your body including all of food in the atp route gets converted down to an electron transfer transfer chain i'll move on from principle one but base but basically with if you think about how you're optimizing energy with your environment you, know, you can make massive strides in your in your health. Two, we we've sort of covered, but it's basically the idea that um, fields govern energy. So that that's the idea that the body field is is really the governing the governing force of life. The third is resonance communicates information, but basically, so it's a, well, it's, a, it's just another application of another application of quantum physics is is the idea of resonance and entanglement but if you want a cellular if you basically want a field-based cellular if you want a field-based cellular communication system basically that that happens through again if we're looking at a cell or cell membrane and then you have little protein receptors on top the conventional viewpoint is these protein receptors are, are picking up chemical messages however it's you know thousands of times if not infinitely more times more efficient those to be picking up field-based messages as well and life itself is is a great example um if we imagine that we could coordinate our three trillion plus cells in the body just through these biochemical messages you know through chemicals going through the blood slowly slowly and you know reaching here and you know and, and interacting there and they bump into each other and you know you can imagine what a complicated orchestra uh, that would be to actually coordinate our cells or you know um, movement for function or any, any of these things it, it it doesn't sound particularly realistic um if you have a field-based communication system as well uh, basically you are able to keep all of these three trillion cells uh you know all 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 in time like a nice organized um, orchestra that all works through through the principle of resonance which is just the same as your uh, like a guitar if you're doing your guitar string or two two tuning forks in, in resonance. The fourth's a big one. Um, it's this idea of, um, it's called basically information opposes entropy. You're going to ask me, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> it's a fundamental um, sort of physics thing. Um, entropy is this idea that energy is basically always being dispersed across across the universe, that we're always you know, losing heat. We're always just just 
really in entry you have the big bang and then everything just turns to goo um would be a would be a quick way of explaining it however life doesn't doesn't seem to do that life at the same time has got has got more more organized well without it we just we just wouldn't have life so basically you know you've all you've got this chaos idea happening in in reality but but you've also got information and the two are exactly the opposing and the same is basically happening in your body you know going towards serious disease cancer death like that's that's chaos is you know breakdown it's heat dissipating but what's opposing it is is information is organization is structure is efficiency so without getting into too much detail in order to get your health back you basically want to increase the order and increase the the information uh, back in your body which is of course what what we're doing with in pharmaceuticals um and there's a whole lovely theory about how you know you can go through different phases of disease and acute and chronic but i think it's i think it's a little bit tricky without a diagram mm-hmm. and it's this whole idea that health is as you mentioned the word coherence but this whole the more that our energy field is communicating properly and organized and you know flowing that that translates into health and when we have imbalances interferences chaos stress these are the things that lead us down the path yeah. of disease so yeah, again yeah, exactly. over oversimplifying it of course but Harry I'm curious um you know you're obviously really vibrant and healthy right now how do you maintain your health given you know what your body has gone through what are the things that you're doing on a regular basis to stay healthy um, today I got off of because it's hot in Florida I got off at five in the morning to do two hour bike ride and then then worked for three hours then went to yoga I guess <laughs> but that was today that's a whole bunch of things um well I basically scanned myself and took in for, for for many many years for the body field side as I say I'm, I'm really I'm really keen on the idea of, of optimizing how I'm exchanging energy with the environment it's not one when you're ill to imagine it, but basically I, I quite like this concept of, of what I would call aerobic immunity. It's basically the idea of long, very, very low intensity exercise. And the reason being is because it, flo- it floods your body with oxygen, but it's at such a low level, you never, you never get to an anaerobic or a stressful level of that. And therefore you're ba- basically stimulating heat healing and increasing your increasing your metabolism and, and well i'm not sure he's listening but i know that often the sort of common advice for chronic fatigue is you know to be really careful with exercise and i i would agree with all the intense forms but the yeah very 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 low low intense movement you know i think it's a wonderful little little really easy thing that everyone can do without spending any money. (laughs) (laughs) Like long walking, would that be taking a long leisurely walk? As we wrap up, what are the things that you're most excited about? And it seems like, you know, you've just been on this journey um, of increasing your knowledge and awareness about energy and translating this into a system that can help a lot of people beyond just yourself. And so what are you most excited about right now? An awful lot of things, but I'm, I'm, make, I'm, I'm making at the moment the, ne- the next generation of yeah you know, of, of devices, um, which which you know I, I always really like doing. Where I think I think where it's at for me is ba- is basically in com- combining all these different sensors and information. So, for instance, if if we look at the pulse, um, like the Chinese have identified twenty seven different pulses. Those pulses haven't really ever been translated into into sort of functional medicine or you know normal normal language the west would understand 
sonar device we're making at the moment, we've got a pulse meter that's looking that's looking at that, and we're looking at ways of of interpreting that. And we'll, well, and because we have a lot of data from our questionnaires that are in our system on all our clients, you know, that helps us to make those correlations. Voices, voice is quite quite an interesting one in the sort of basically you know, out of holistic medicine. You know, there's there's been a lot of sort of research into how different keys relate to different uh, to different organs and emotions and very specific frequencies you know, might relate to different conditions and that type of stuff. So we're, we're collecting people's vo- voice patterns to see stuff in that. And then there's also what I would call like electron evoked photon type devices, um, where you can basically take little photographs of your, of your fingertips and you're basically looking at the photon emissions from your fingertips and those different zones on your fingertips correspond to, to different organ systems as well. And I basically, I think, yeah, the next, the next sort of level of device and, Diagnostic device. I say diagnostic. I can't meant to use these words, but yeah, health, health assessment device, etc. Yeah, it's, it's basically going to come from yeah from from combining these different different sources. And well, it's something as I say, you know, when 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 you're a client of a practitioner of a company, etc. Of what we're doing, it's it's also contributing to research. And you know, I think the title of this talk was called "Decoding Human Body Field," but you know, I think, well, we've only really just started and there's, well, I mean, if you look at the, God, if you look at the industry, there's been, you know, trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars in the last century spent on on, biochem- on biochemistry and pharmaceutical. And I doubt there's even $50 million or $100 million ever been spent on, on energy medicine and biogenics. Yet, yet it really does have the potential. Well, it's got so many advantages because it's completely non-invasive. We don't have to jab people for blood tests. You know, it's non-invasive. It can be, re- you know, re- re- really quick. It's obviously by definition, it, it's safe and it actually it can be really, really accurate. And so, yeah, I, I just see huge, huge potential in, in that, in that sort of era. And so, yeah, if there's anyone listening who's into research or has ideas who wants to help on that mission of decoding human body field, um, we always like talking to people. So yeah, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, no, thank you, Harry. And that sounds fascinating. Dr. Klinger did a bonus lecture on light and the biophoton, on biophoton science and uh, the human biofield and talked about the fingertips and being the highest light emissions in the body. So I'm really fascinated by all of the assessment tools that you're coming up with and you'll have to keep us posted for sure. Maybe we should collaborate. Yeah, no, absolutely. You should come to Seattle or we'll come to Florida. But I I think there's a lot, you know, I think all of us right now and why we're doing the summit, we've all been kind of on the front lines of, you know, at the end of the day, we see what works. I mean, you wouldn't be talking here if you weren't healed and that you didn't feel so passionate about what healed your body after years of searching, right? And so, you know, um, we're always listening to our patients and there's so many tools and technologies and forms of medicine outside of the conventional paradigm of just lab tests, diagnostics, pharmaceuticals. And if that was it to get people well, we wouldn't be having this conversation. So I agree. I think there's so much need and just a huge opportunity for us to really collaborate and to really understand more, you know, what what we're doing, what we're seeing, so we can make these solutions more accessible to more people. So I mean, and the beautiful thing about, well, you know, energy medicine, Technologies. Well, you, you, know, you can actually see changes in real, you know, in real time. And it's like if you do a particular therapy, you can see it. I mean, it either, you know, it's either changing you or, or it's not. And um, 
yeah, you know, the same, the same is not true of a blood test that you, you have two months apart. It's, uh, it's mm-hmm. all different. Don't get me started. <laughs> I know. I know we could have a whole nother conversation, couldn't uh, we? But, well, Harry, how can people find out more about you, about your work, um, if they want to learn about Ness or um, see a practitioner? Um, how can people just find out more? This is risky. It's the first time I said it on Summit, but we've, we've got a whole, a whole new consumer client facing website called, called energyforlife.com. Our existing normal, normal company, which apps uh, for practitioners is neshealth.com. And generally, if you opt in, you know, we, we give away our, our book and films and all that type of stuff so you can find out everything you want to know. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Spectrum of Health podcast. I hope that you really enjoyed Dr. Christine and Harry's conversation today. Could you do us a favor? If you haven't already done so, could you please go to Apple or Spotify podcasts and rate and review the Spectrum of Health podcast? Because each and every review helps others find out about the show. And I could tell you Dr. Christine just loves reading all the new reviews. So thank you again for listening to the Spectrum of Health podcast and have a beautiful day.